Welcome, 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 welcome to the doubled up, 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 the doubled up podcast. Welcome to the doubled up podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Doubled Up Podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. I'm Matt and with me as he is every single week is Scott. Scott, how you doing, mate? We're here. It's another, it's the first week of, again, I guess normality, isn't it? Yeah. I know I said last week, like normality, but there was, it, it feels like Christmas was a very long time ago now, but it really wasn't. And but this week it felt like it was a full week at work and it was yeah, back back to life. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of plans I'm excited for, yeah. but this week has just been a nice little bit of a chill one. Uh, There's uh no I, I mean the week after or the first week back in January is basically a Christmas hangover, isn't it? It's like everyone's not mm. quite ready to come back from the Christmas break but they kind of have to go to work. Everyone deliberately leaves their calendars a little bit empty. So the amount of work you're doing is a little bit less than normal usually. And I mean, obviously this year it was a, a short week for a lot of people because we had the bank holiday on the Monday. So yeah, this week is the first kind of week back from normality. It's been a fucking hectic one at my place, Scott. You'll appreciate this as someone <laughs> that used to work in education. Uh, I work in uh, apprenticeships and we had the notification of on Monday that uh, we were having an Ofsted inspection and talk about kind of knocking the cobwebs <laughs> out of your like <laughs> very much all of a sudden the Christmas hangover <laughs> was gone because for the last two days uh, or two days this week oh, the panic the panic at my work has been ridiculous <laughs> I've been lucky that I've got you got offset yeah, yeah, yeah well we're apprenticeships aren't we so okay, we need to make no. sure that we're like offset compliant i know this is a trainer podcast and we're talking about offset so sorry guys listening but yeah like oh, dear. imagine like flashbacks flashbacks yeah like it was basically like oh shit like i went into the office on monday normally i work from home went into the office it was really nice saw my director saw my manager saw a load of colleagues only see him a few times every single year in person so everyone was having a real good laugh blah 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 i went and delivered a training session came out three hours later and my manager looked at me and went have you heard the news what news ofsted are coming tomorrow oh fuck so yeah everyone all of a sudden all hands on deck luckily I kind of managed to get away from get away with this pretty uh, easy because none of my training sessions were observed or anything like that. So I basically had kind of a relatively normal week and just watched everyone else panic. Like it just kind of sat there while everything was burning around me and just kind of enjoyed a little bit of blissful peace at home. But hey ho, yeah, it definitely, definitely was enough. The initial they're coming in this week. It was like dun dun dun, like that. It was enough to knock the cobwebs out for sure. How how much of a uh, like a preempt do you get? Is it literally like the night before? So again, I'm really sorry for anyone listening to this that has no idea what Ofsted is. Basically, the way it works for apprenticeships is you get given a kind of scope that you could have an inspection any time in this period, and you basically get a phone call saying we're coming in 48 hours. So we got the phone call on Monday to say they're coming on Wednesday, and it's a two day inspection, and you basically have 48 wow. hours to get ready for it. Uh, so yeah, it was like yeah. a shit. Like when, when it's basically like when the call comes in, it's like you pull the emergency lever, and all of a sudden everyone's like, go 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 go. So yeah, 
It's been a fun week, um, but I, uh, like I, I said, it didn't like, really impact me yeah, too much. The the panic of Ofsted, and it's funny because I always get from my mates when I used to be uh, yeah teaching, it was always like, why do like teachers always act proper different when Ofsted's about? Like you never do this type of shit. Yeah, hundred percent. We know that. Like they all know that. It's just the fact that Ofsted want such utter shit that doesn't happen in real life yeah, yeah. that you have to pretend that you do this ridiculous shit every day um it is quite funny because it is literally this like utter panic the night before the phone call comes in and it's literally the phone call comes in and then you've got less than 24 hours essentially to make it like a school you will never see ever again <laughs> for again 24 hours and then they come in and then it's just like, right. And you, you do, you do it for 24 hours. You do stuff that you would never do in day to day. You look like an utter twat. All of the kids think you're being a twat because they're, they're not like, used to it. Nah, you don't do this normally. Like what's going on here? And then they leave and you return back to normality. Um, but it's funny because everyone seems to think like, why are they acting weird? We know we're acting weird, but unfortunately... We have to because they, they'll shut us down if we don't, yeah. <laughs> this is what the people upstairs want to... Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's it, yeah. it was definitely... As I said, I got away with it lucky. There's other people in my company that were uh, very panicked this week because they were very heavily involved. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, I, I was quite lucky with it all. But talking about going back to normality, Scott, um, we uh, definitely crashed back to normality this week because last week in our episode, we had way too many shoes to talk about. And guess how many shoes we have to talk about this week? absolutely nothing so i feel like we've balance has been restored scott we don't have any shoes uh, to talk about that being said i suppose to fill this void uh, in which we would normally talk about things that we've bought this week i have had a couple of little pickups that are non-sneaker related number one i am so excited about this one scott uh, i was watching again it's it's not uh, it's it's not um, a kind of a hidden thing that you and I are both uh, wrestling fans. We talk about it, answering questions on this podcast and things like this. I'm also an avid wrestling gamer. I have grown up since my time on the PS1 playing WWF, Raw is War, playing wrestling games. <laughs> and I watched a program the other day that was basically ranking the best wrestling games across all consoles. And in at number two was a game that sent me back to my childhood, right in the prime of my wrestling fandom. And that is WWE, Here Comes the Pain on the PlayStation 2. Now, luckily for me, Scott, a couple of years ago, uh, Hannah basically decided that she wanted to play Guitar Hero 3. So she asked for a PS2 oh, for her birthday. So we have a PS2 with Guitar Hero 3 sat in the corner. I've got all the old games, Crash Bandicoot, Tekken, the whole lot. But the one that I forgot to buy was Smackdown, Here Tekken. Comes the Pain. And uh, I straight away went on the CEX website and bought a copy. And I cannot wait. I think it's due to arrive by the time this episode's uh, releases it will be in my possession but I think uh, Royal Mail says it's going to arrive Friday morning we're recording on a Thursday evening so yep Smackdown here comes the pain £5 on CEX best £5 I've ever spent in my life I think oh I mean the PS2 there are some games on there 
that are Big just time games. it i'm amazed they haven't like remastered and stuff like that it breaks my heart guitar hero one of my favorite games of all time that breaks as my soon heart. as it got up to like, like the say, ps4 all, the all the new guitar heroes were shit do you know what I mean? Like, I think I yeah. feel like they got a little bit too fancy with it. There was one where you could download, yeah, you could download songs, as in like pay for songs, and it would just like almost basically Spotify for Guitar Hero. That was the newest, and one, it was yeah. awful. Like all we wanted was shit graphics, a dodgy guitar that didn't work half the time, and just some classic rock songs. So yeah, Guitar Hero three, absolutely amazing. And if they made that into like a ps5 or an xbox version i think it would fly off the shelves there's so many old oh, games that was. there's so many old games that simpsons hit and we've run. got that on the ps2 as well simpsons hit and run honestly the classic ps2 game collection is amazing like i think after this i'm probably going to play some simpsons hit and run now you've, you've said that i've just oh, remembered about words, it. that oh that's a that's a top game. That that's the one game that I am absolutely amazed they've never remastered. Stupid. Like that is peak, uh, like game. And the fact is, it's just ridiculous. Like it's not it's not a a good game really, but the fun you can have. But on that, that makes shit. it amazing, right? Oh, like the fact that it's a really so bad good. game makes it amazing. I mean, you saw it on the PS5. They re and I think the PS4 as well and Xbox etc. They remastered um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two was yeah, it yeah. recently and everyone yeah. absolutely loved it and again it's one of those things that you put it on a new console and everyone absolutely loves it so although i don't have any uh sneaker related uh pickups we do have uh, a ps2 pickup and also just to make myself sound even more of a nerd i also bought lord of the rings the two towers which is a classic on the ps2 as well <laughs> so uh yeah we, we've got some classic <laughs> ps2 games coming in and uh we were just nice. chatting before we hit record scott um i also need to retire from attending my local Uniqlo store because uh, number one, I'm spending far too much money in Uniqlo. Number two, it's got to the point where I basically know the security guards by name and uh, I managed to get myself a couple of bargains this week. Managed to get two multicolored kind of waterproof parkers, uh, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, One mustard yellow and one grey for £9.90, Scott. Honestly, I walked out of Uniqlo feeling like I robbed them. Uh, these coats normally are like 70 quid a coat or so. They're not hugely expensive, but 70 quid is still 70 quid for a, basically a waterproof coat. And they were uh, trying to get rid of some old colours. They only had extra larges and extra smalls. Just happens to be I'm an extra large. So I bought a grey one and a mustard one. Uh, less than £20 for two coats. Like I said, felt like I robbed them. I power walked. Bearing in mind, I'm not very good at power walking at the minute with my leg. I power walked away from that <laughs> shop as fast as I could thinking that a sales assistant was going to realize that i'd done something wrong and chase after me yeah i know the feeling um yeah that's that's a yeah bargain bargains bargains to be had. told you scott cheapskate matt is back this year and it's not just cheapskate in shoes i'm cheapskating anything anything that's a bargain i'm there i am the human bargain hunter this year but uh like i said order is still restored there's still no shoes coming in uh, there might be, I suppose, in, in, in the next few weeks. It's my birthday next month, Scott, so you never know. There might be a, a fresh new pair coming in for that. Hannah's pretty good with getting new shoes. She normally is. She normally is. Like I said, for Christmas, she got me the, the Seaside um, BC trainers that we spoke about last week. Um, she got me shoes uh, last year. I can't remember what shoes she bought me for my birthday, actually. That's quite bad, isn't it? That I can't remember what shoes she bought me for my birthday last you've year. Had, you've had some uh, size. You had the size New Balance. You've had the 
EQTs. Yeah. You've got the EQTs at some point. This is the thing, yeah. She you does can, all right. Pretty much sure every event you've, uh, I mean, obviously, by she's done all right. I, I yeah. You did all yeah, right yeah, yeah, on yeah. her behalf. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. So, uh, yeah, we might, um, there might end up being a pair or two. I know last year we went up to, on my birthday, we went up to Bista Village and I got the uh, anniversary, the 20th anniversary 991s yeah, from is. the outlet yeah. there. I think we're going to have another visit up there because last year for my birthday, we uh, uh, tried to have a bit of a day out and it got cancelled because of the, I don't know if you remember last year around February, there was that really bad storm and our plans yeah, got cancelled and I basically remember. we've rebooked it and it just happens to be that we've rebooked it for my birthday this year so i think we're probably going to end up having a a travel up to bista village so i might see if i can pick up a bargain or two there but hey scott the rule no more than 120 pounds but uh what I've, what we'll do then is i think if we haven't got any other pickups because there's only so much stuff that i can think about that i've bought over the last week that isn't sneaker related uh we'll jump into this week's question of the week and talking about buying things, uh, very much kind of connected to the question that we're going to be talking about. Question is from Matt OMTL, a.k.a. Matt Ho, a.k.a. previous guest of the podcast. Matt from the best country in the world, Canada. Uh, the question that Matt has asked us, Scott, is which brand are you getting tired of seeing, if any? This can in- include shoes or clothes. Now, we were having a little bit of a chat about this before we hit record because both of us were kind of struggling a little bit to think about a particular brand that we are tired of seeing. I feel like maybe a couple of years ago, this was probably way easier. But I don't know what. I can't think of a particular brand, uh, brand off the top of my head that I'm like, I am just absolutely sick of seeing that. Um, asked me a couple of years ago, and it probably would have been like, I'm sick and tired of seeing people wearing like off-white T-shirts with huge graphics and off-white belts and like in the middle of that hype beast kind of era that we had. And even recently, yeah. a, a lot of people wearing essentials and things like this. But I don't feel like I see it as much anymore. I don't know if it's just because of uh, where I am. I don't see it a lot around Wimbledon. And, and even then, I don't see a lot of it online anymore. But there's not like a particular brand that I'm like, yeah, I see that way too much. I've had enough of it. Oh kind of disagree i do have one um and i get fucking hate for this but i'm kind of sick of seeing jordan okay and (laughs) right right the reason being is i feel like at the moment in particular it's because everybody's just buying the same jordans right like and it, it like this year if you think of like jordan ones chicago's taxis kind of ends there really done it that's all we really see and it's like threes did, did not seeing too much of fire ads i feel like there's just it there doesn't seem to be people there's a lot of good jordans out there but you're just not seeing them as much right and i think i'm just i'm sick of seeing the same jordans over and over again maybe it's not that i'm sick of jordan but they that seems to be the one brand Nike, there seems to be a lot of variety. I do seem to see people posting different Nike shoes. And same with Adidas, same with New Balance, etc. But Jordan, it just seems to be whenever I'm scrolling down Instagram, even when I'm walking around town, it just seems to be the same Jordans 
over and over again. And it's like, there's good Jordans out there. I think I'm, it's just because everybody's just jumped on the same bandwagon. I'm just getting a bit bored of seeing the same stuff. Like if I was seeing, I don't know, Shelf Life Jordan 2s, Titan Jordan 2s, if I was seeing Gorge Green Jordan 1s, if I was seeing something different, other different pairs, but I'm not. They're sat online in the sales and no one's... So I'm just kind of, yeah, a bit bored of seeing the same shit from Jordan from everybody this year. I think every other brand, actually, I think it's been a really nice variety this year. I think if you think of Nike... Think of Air Force, think of um, Air Max 1s, Air Max 95s, Vomeros. Yeah. There's been a nice variety that people wear. And, you know, I see lots of different people wearing lots of different things. But Jordan just seems to be a brand at the moment that there seems to be a handful, probably I can count them on one hand, pairs that people seem to really like. And that's all you really see from And it's just a bit dull. Do you think this because with Jordan, it's so cut or dry as to whether or not it's a quote-unquote good shoe or a quote-unquote brick right do you know what i mean like because in a, 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 a at the end of 2022 we saw um a picture posted in uh, it was i can't remember which uh it might have been the soul supplier posted it or something like that but it was then reposted mm. into a, a group chat that we have and it was basically a picture of every single jordan that had released in 2022 and there's a shit ton mm. of them but of course there yeah. are a lot that a l- people won't necessarily gravitate to so for example me recently buying the orange ajkos not a lot of people are buying those hence why i managed to get mine for a grand total of 60 quid yeah. uh, and there are other pairs of jordans that people just don't like and I think because people are being almost so selective with the pairs that they do buy because there's only so much money to go around, people are just buying the same shoes that are popular. And of course, that's not a bad thing, right? There's a reason why these shoes are popular because they're great. Things like the Taxis, things like the Lost and Found, things like the Fire Red 3s, etc. Which does, of course, leave the other more peculiar shoes in the sale. But do you think it's just because with a lot of these brands, and it's not just Jordan, it's other brands as well, it's so like clear cut as to the ones that are popular in the masses and uh, are more of a niche shoe that we don't see the variety on foot as much? Yeah, I think we've we've transitioned from a time when Jordans were kind of, if I'm not saying if you know, you know, but it was it was more of a sought after shoe then they kind of flooded the market and basically people were just buying anything that had a swoosh on it and was high top it was like any jordan one regardless of if it was a good colorway or not was being bought people were wearing them just to say they had a jordan a bit like what they're doing with dunks and like jordan mids more now but i think with the high tops in particular there there certainly seems to be people are now cottoning on to kind of actually what um what they're doing um like the image that we got sent through there's there's a lot in there there's a lot of ajko's there's jordan 2's in there some really nice jordan 2's jordan 5's gore-tex jordan 5 oh lovely shoe um but i certainly i feel more surprised when i see these shoes because i kind of forget that they released because you just don't see them yeah, it's just true. everybody posting and it, it might just be the social media bubble that we're in that people are just posting up these same Jordans over and over again. And it is in terms of like highs, Jordan one highs, you literally look in Chicago's, you're looking taxis. You might get a, 
actually no i don't even i can't say i've actually seen they're any the George two Johnson yeah they're the two standouts so we, we've got the picture in front of us i've so just managed to get it up it was the panel that posted this i think i'm sure they got it from somewhere but it was the panel that i think posted this up and did a little bit of their sunday discussion um uh, around it like what have you bought from jordan in 2022 this was at the back end of last year and when you actually look at the jordan one highs there's some shoes that i actually thought had released in 2021 i didn't realize they released in 2022 you've got like the is it the brotherhood jordan ones the ones that are like orange and or like yellow and purple was that yeah the, yeah, yeah yeah it was supposed to be based on his um like college yeah uni days, yeah, wasn't yeah college it? days yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got like the um dark is it dark marina jordan ones the ones that are basically kind of like a slightly yeah. light uh, lighter the, almost royal is it the is the heritage uh, like the the white with the red I can't yeah, what yeah, now. yeah 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 <laughs> everyone went mad for them initially like that's the thing there's so many pairs but you just don't see them everybody's just gravitated towards the same ones um neapolitan threes yeah I forgot that's a nice, really that's nice a good shoe, shoe. Really nice shoe. um yeah yeah i, I, I could I appreciate thing, i'm just bored of I think I'm bored of what I'm seeing. Right, okay. So it's not necessarily that you dislike the shoes. It's not that you dislike a taxi. No, no, no. But it's more the fact that you're just... So is that more, do you reckon, that you're actually a little bit more tired of the content that Instagram is feeding you more than the... uh... Maybe, yeah. (laughs) And the thing is, I think at the moment, like, you know, we haven't... I don't think we've people have met up as much this year as they have previous years. And when I have... It does seem to be, like I say, every other brand, I can look around and if I'm seeing people with Nike shoes, there's loads of different ones and same with New Balance. Loads of people are wearing different New Balance and Adidas, et cetera, et cetera. But with Jordan, I think if I see a pair of Jordans on people's feet, realistically, it's going to be one of like three or four pairs. Um, and then it's a bit like, all right, cool. Yeah. Good job. No, I, I, I can see your point. I can see. I, I'm hoping there's a little bit more variety this year. I think lows are going to really. A lot of people are saying that lows are going to really kick off this year. It seems to be a lot of lows. Yeah, uh, some of the lows last year were, were very. Yeah, nice, and it seems nice to be that year. that's going to continue nice into this year. year. I think there's going to be more like low twos and more low ones, especially the OG shape and things like this. Mm. Um, it seems to be that there's uh, apparently a couple of AJKOs coming out as well. So hey, you never know. They might end up taking off mm. uh, uh, a little yeah. bit. You never know. You never know. Uh, so maybe we'll see a little bit more variety this year. Um, there, as I said, Scott, when we were talking about this before hitting records, there isn't really any like specific brands. I think we're in a really good state at the minute where there's not one particular collaborator or brand that I'm like, you've probably gone to the well one too many times. I think there's a couple that are maybe a little bit close. I think Amamier. Uh, is a little bit close uh, again, but they seem to release a shoe every six months or so. It's not mm. too over the top. If you think about last year, they had the twos at the beginning of the year and the fours at the end of the year. Year prior to that, you had the threes at the beginning of the year, the ones at the end of the year. Uh, this year, we're seeing rumours of uh, 12, I do believe it is, that will probably be the beginning of the year i think they're rumored for mm-hmm. about march and i'm sure we'll probably see another pair towards the end but because it's only six months apart or around six months apart i'm not feeling like i'm too amm doubt uh and yeah. it doesn't really bother me uh, obviously we're not seeing as much off-white since virgil uh passing so i'm um, again and I'm, I'm really not that bothered ab- about that 
Uh, Union, again, we're seeing kind of a couple of releases a year, so there's it's not too much. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of these collaborators that are the ones that are kind of the, the heavy hitters, and I know I've just mentioned a load of Nike collaborators there, but Nike being the marketing machine, they are the ones that normally push a lot of these collaborations, and you do really see them ram down your throat a little bit when they are releasing. Yeah. Obviously, they're the shoes that have a lot of popularity and a lot of hype, so therefore people, even after the release, are posting all the pictures and things like this. I'm not really getting sick of them at the minute or not getting like tired of them uh, at the minute um the one thing i am I, I don't like seeing whenever and i am really focusing this on social media rather than anything else because let's be honest if i'm walking around wimbledon a lot of people are wearing what average joes are wearing right i see a lot of white mm. air force ones that are beat up and at this point i'm past getting annoyed at beat up air force ones i never really yeah. was annoyed anyway so i'm not too protective about air force ones but nowadays you see lots of people with Air Force Ones that are beat up and kind of 550s that are beat up and things like this. Uh, but so you see a lot of this stuff on social media instead. I was starting to get a little bit annoyed at all the all the accounts that are doing your fit picks where the value of all of this shit that they're wearing is so astronomical people are going online and posting every single day about this different 500 pound jacket and this different 200 pound pair of cargoes they're wearing and this and that and this you look at all the brands a lot of people are wearing like thousand pound outfits and obviously if you can afford that fantastic but a lot of the time people are following these accounts because they're thinking oh i wish i could dress like that and a lot of the time it's almost the Yeah, it's it's like following someone that has a Lamborghini, right? It's one of those things that like you go outside and you're driving your Ford Fiesta, but you're following people online that are with Lamborghinis and it can kind of (laughs) create that little bit of a toxic environment. And that's the only thing that I could think of. It's not necessarily a particular brand, but I do feel like a lot of these kind of Fitpick-esque accounts uh, Mm. are, are only really, only really post the the really expensive shit lots of people posting their latest ald pickup and their latest kith pickup and again it can end up being that you're wearing a shitload of money on yourself uh, and you don't really see a lot of people that are actually putting together really good outfits that are, are cheap uh, so that's the only thing that i uh think mm-hmm. and again this kind of probably goes back to me saying a second ago i'm in very much cheapskate mode because of what everything's happening in the world <laughs> and things like this but there's not necessarily like a particular brand that is that I'm tired of. As I said, I think every brand at the minute is doing a really, really good job at collab, kind of identifying their core collaborators, doing each collaboration well, and not over saturating it or overdoing it. I might be completely wrong, but I'm just thinking new balance. I'm never tired seeing a Joe fresh, good collaboration collaboration. I'm always welcoming to see a Salehi Bembry collaboration, even though maybe some of the shoes aren't to my personal taste, but I'm never like, oh, I wish Salehi Bembry would stop making shoes. Uh, and again, yeah. I've just mentioned a bunch of Nike ones. I'm, I'm never mad seeing a Pata collaboration come out. Uh, so I, I don't, there's no sort of like particular brand that I'm like, God, I really wish so and so would just stop it. And I think it's probably because yeah. there's so many brands out there at the minute that are just producing really good shit. Yeah. So therefore, and I think people are realizing yeah. it as well. It's not like before where it was like people would just buy Nike and Jordan. There are still a lot of people that are doing that, but there are very few that I see that are just picking up that now without a bit of New Balance sprinkled in here and there. Like it, it because there is there's just so many good brands doing good things and 
people are actually going oh, okay actually that yeah, looks yeah, quite yeah. good and i think it helps that you know new balance has become a fashionable product now so that style of shoes you know you've got people that oh, i'm going to try that and then all of a sudden like the asics jound comes around yeah, and people yeah, yeah. Are like oh maybe i'll try a bit of asics and so i think the trends are kind of moving as well which which helps things but yeah there's not really if there's one collaborator that I could be really picky with and go, mm, mm. right, okay. Jown's a bit dull, isn't it? You are. What's like, wrong with you today? You've turned around and said you're tired I'm, of seeing Jordan right, and Jown's a bit right. bland. Right. I'm not. I'm Jown, the Jown shoes are really good. Don't get me wrong; they're always really good. However, you know, with a Jown collab, if 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 I said to you, "All right, there's going to be a Jown Saucony," what do you reckon it's going to be? Uh, I know there's going to be cream on it. And a relatively yeah. neutral colour. And good quality materials. Yeah. There you go. You've literally you've you've described the collab. I hope they give you a job on their team. Because that's what it will be. Yeah. And you know that's what it will be with any and I think that's the only thing with Jound at the moment is the fact that they're not doing anything that's particularly exciting me. Not to mention they're good shoes, and I look at them and I go, Well, that's nice. It is always a nice shoe. But like with concepts. You never really know what's going to come. If someone yeah. says a concept Air Max 1, you're a bit like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? So I think, yeah, Jown's the only collaborator that I feel has just become a bit predictable, I guess is probably the way, rather than boring or like any. It's just predictable. You kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but like even Salehe, like you kind of know it's going to be a bit mad, but you don't know in what way. But then you can <laughs> it's almost... like, I'm going to be crazy, but what crazy am I going to be today? To, it's, to play devil's it, advocate, yeah. though, I could go through almost every single collaborator for the majority of the big brands, the ones that get repetitive collaborations and they all have mm. a formula that works. AMM is forever yeah. going to be a neutral color with some sort of extra tone on it, right? If you look at all of the shoes, you've got cream Jordan 3 with a little bit of say, or a white Jordan 3 with a little bit of cream on it. Mm. You've got a Jordan 1 that is white and burgundy. You've got a Jordan 2 that is white and burgundy. You've got a Jordan 4 that is burgundy. You've got a rumoured Jordan 12 yeah. that is white and burgundy. Uh, you look at Jound, and like you said, it's going to be cream with neutral tone, cream with neutral tone, cream with neutral tone. You look at Salehi mm. Bembry, every single shoe is going to have really hairy suede on it. Uh, like <laughs> this thing, I'm not, Teddy I'm Santis not is like... going to have hairy suede and it's also again going to be a little bit jowndish if you really think there's about always... it it's going to be quite neutral oh yeah yeah so there's, always, there's always a formula they all have they all have their what they like to do and their what, kind of yeah their tendencies I think I guess like with Amami yeah, like they, they have ventured into using some different materials and stuff like that I think with jound it's just and it, not to mention it's nearly always classic model Good quality materials, neutral tones. Yeah. And I like I say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And it, it has a really nice place in kind of in the sneaker world at the moment. And they always smash it in terms of what they do. Um, I think it's just one of those collaborators that when I hear Jam collab, I just think to myself. You already know what it is, yeah. I, I kind of know what's coming here. I don't really like yeah, I would. I don't feel like I need to kind of really investigate too much into it because there's never really a story or anything behind it. It's just this is what we do, and it's not bad. It's just one of those that I think, yeah, it's predictable. If there wasn't a Jan collab this year, I probably wouldn't know. 
it's one of those that it's there and they're good, but at the same time, they do kind of float under the radar a little bit. So, the times, I suppose I I'm going to compare Union and Jound in the sense mm-hmm. of at the back end of last year, we hear Union is doing an AJKO low. Right. And obviously we've seen the mock-ups now. It's a white and grey shoe with kind of almost looks like a removable blue swoosh. Like it's going to come out soon. Mm-hmm. Really, really clean looking shoe. But until you saw those initial leaked images, it's like, first of all, what the hell is an AJKO low going to look like? And yeah, two, yeah. what the hell are Union going to do to it? Because they have pulled out a couple of different collaborations with a couple of different ideas. So you're almost twofold. You don't know what the shoe's going to look like and you're excited to see where they're drawing inspiration from. Same with at the minute, obviously, we're seeing a lot of rumours of a Union Air Jordan 1 High coming out this year. And straight away, people are thinking, is this going to be a different colourway similar to the previous collaborations? Or is it going to be something that's totally different? Whereas I kind of get what you're saying. If they were to turn around and say... Jound's doing a 993 this year. As much as if you like Jound and you like 993s, you're going to be excited, but probably not excited as to what is it going to look like. You know that it's going to be clean and you know you're going to want it regardless because they don't venture too far away from what kind of got them to the dance, if that makes sense. So I I see what you mean. There are some collaborators. And again, it kind of goes back to the point you make with concepts. Concepts are doing uh, 992 or whatever, like... Again, I'm just thinking about some of the collaborations they've done recently. Concepts are doing a ZX. It's made of fucking tinfoil. Concepts are doing a 992. It looks like a Kiwi. Concepts are doing a SB Dunk High. The box is like an oven. Like There are certain collaborators that do kind of keep you on your toes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, and others that just really don't, I guess. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I can kind of see, I can kind of see uh, where you're coming from. But uh, are there any other kind of beloved brands that you want to tear down, Scott, while you're on a bit of a rampage? You hate Jordan, you, know you hate Jound. What else do you hate? Uh, I don't hate them. I think <laughs> it's just it's just one of the... I just, as I said, I think the excitement for a, a Jound pair isn't there anymore. And I think Jordan, there's still a little bit, but I think... I still think people get so hyped around certain products with Jordan, they kind of forget about other stuff that's there because there's a lot of really good stuff um that they've produced and i'm honestly i am baffled and i mean we'll get to steel of the week later but i mean the fact that some of these jordan twos are sat in the sale in full size runs genuinely blows my mind i know they're jordan twos they're not the most fashionable but i'm sorry if you are a woman and you have small feet go on to foot patrol go on to offspring and fucking buy that titan jordan two low (laughs) because that is genuinely one of the best shoes of last like i'm I am fuming that I cannot seemingly find it in my size because uh, I want it. I want it so bad. It's such so a good I just want to, just so that we can try and take a little bit of heat from you for basically saying you hate Jordan and hate Jounds. Uh, the issue with Jordan is not that you don't like Jordans. It's the fact that you like them so much you wish everyone would appreciate the other things beyond the kind of core popular ones and with jound it's don't, not th- don't be a sheep don't be a and, sheep and 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 with don't, don't. and with jound it's not that you hate jound it's just that you understand in your head what the formula is so therefore there's no surprise anymore it's like it's, it's like it's jound, like knowing what you is, get yeah, it's yeah, like no, knowing what you're getting for christmas you're still excited for yeah, it yeah. but you it's not a surprise but, and this is the thing and i think with jound i think the, the kind of seems like it's still there like their models are quite predictable as well yeah Whereas, like, I know I was thinking in my head, like, well, Joe Fresh Goods kind of does the similar thing. Like, you know, it's going to be a really nice color palette, but the models he picks 
and or are given, whichever way it is, 9060. That's a bit out there. Well, that's a random one. He did a 574. That was a bit unexpected. Yeah. Um, like, there's still a little bit of like, okay, what's Joe Freshgood's going to do next? Whereas with Jan, you can probably tell it's going to be a heritage model and it's everything we've already described. You you could probably pin that. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's not that I don't look. They're, they're very good. Jordan are doing good things and Jan are doing good things. I think it's just the fact that I'm seeing these same things from them and like i say it's probably just the social media bubble but yeah let's um let's get let's go get off my chest there we go well done do you feel do you feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders now mate? <laughs> yeah i guess why not i just can't believe yeah, I've gone through that. i can't believe i've gone through that whole thing been incredibly positive and the only thing i've said i hate is the fact that i hate people <laughs> that have more money than me which is kind of a given really let's be honest uh anyways we're going to move yeah. on to our first main segment of the show uh which is shoes round for anyone new to the podcast uh first of all welcome and second if you're unfamiliar with this segment every single week we spend a little bit of time uh looking back at the last week's uh major new stories and uh, basically give our useless opinions on them. Uh, this week it is Scott that is our lead anchor for Shoes Round so without further ado I'll pass over to Scott for Shoes Round. Thank you very very much. Um, really there hasn't been much news but what there has been is quite a lot of kind of rumoured and uh, kind of sneak peek of releases for next year. So um, in traditional news fashion, because every news platform in the world does this, um, I'm going to list some upcoming releases and Matt is going to give me kind of one word slash short answer to the shoes that are going to be produced. Matt doesn't know what shoes these no. are, but um, I I guarantee he will have seen them. Um, at some point, seeing as they've pretty much been everywhere. Can I so, please, uh, can I, before you get started, can I give myself a little bit oh. of a leeway in the sense of there might not be lots of one words here because I am going to have to try and think on the spot and I'm a little bit mm -hmm. worried that I'm just going to freeze under pressure. So is, short phrases okay. are fine, okay. yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah okay, cool. Okay, let's start with the first one. We'll start with an nice one that you definitely would have seen. Edge Order 3 White Cement Reimagined. Cool, cool bad is it it's not bad yeah. we spoke about this previously i know i'm supposed to give one word but oh, fuck it i'm going to elaborate on some of these so you can just do oh, yeah we're allowed yeah. to elaborate okay, that's fine. i just want the initial okay response. yeah they're kind of they're kind of cool um we spoke last year at the fact that if i was to kind of dabble into jordan and i was starting to get my head turned towards jordan a little bit a three is probably where i might start uh, maybe yeah. because of the fact that it's not as high as some of the other models and we've already established last week that I'm a little bit sceptical about covering my ankles with my AJKO. So a three would sit a little bit lower <laughs> and also it's got the air bubble and therefore it's almost a little bit air maxi, right? And it probably would fit a little bit more with my style. Again, you Agreed. give the white cement, classic colorway, you give it that aged look, the Nike Air on the back, I think it looks really, really clean. In my opinion, that, is a far better reimagined slash lost and found slash whatever the hell they're going to call it than the Chicago Jordan 1. Like I just prefer that colorway compared to the Jordan 1. So yeah, 100%. I, I think it's a the, cool shoe. This seems to go very much down the same route as the Nike, um, the Chicago lost and found, whatever, because if you there have been images of the box where, again, the box looks aged and stuff yeah. like this. But what I think people need to understand is 
from the information that's coming out when they say reimagined it is not always going to be like this lost and found aged thing because there are some other reimagined shoes apparently coming out this year that are actually going to be like patent and somebody did put out there i can't remember who it was that maybe the air jordan one breads were the first reimagined pair that they released they just didn't give it the name so because it is reimagined we're not it's not just the yeah you know i can see these, yeah i can see that these are the filler names so okay we'll move on from that one okay next air max one big bubble oh. i'm happy for collectors that's kind of the extent of my reaction to it right like there's a lot of people no. that love air max that are really really happy that these big bubbles are coming back um I kind of like the normal Air Max one without the bigger bubble. I think you're correct. So therefore, <laughs> like, I'd rather just an anniversary red and a kind of anniversary blue pair. But yeah, beggars can't be great. choosers, right? Um, so therefore, I've already, I've already, Scott, said in my head, last year we were told, in 2021, we were told Air Max Day 2022 the OG anniversary red was coming out, right? And you and me yeah. both said we were excited for Air Max Day because we thought mm -hmm. we were given slightly uh, incorrect information and we thought that shoe was coming out then. We now know mm -hmm. that Air Max Day this year, the big bubble is coming out in those anniversary colorways. Yeah. And I think, again, me really hammering it home to the listeners that I'm being a cheapskate this year, there is no way I'm buying that shoe, even if it is one of the most readily available shoes out no. there. It's more than my budget for the year, and also I'm just really not that bothered about the, bothered about the big bubble. Um, so I'm really, looks weird. I'm really happy for collectors because they are going to treasure this shoe. Um, but that's really to the extent of it. I'm, I'm not going to go mad for it. I'll just say that. No, agreed. Um, I'm completely in the same boat as you. Um, yeah, I think it, to me it looks weird. I like a normal Air Max one. Don't need this, but yeah. Okay, next New Balance nine ninety V six times Action Bronson. Fuck yes. <laughs> I love that shoe. We spoke about it before. So I love that shoe. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to think of a, a, a way to say it. You know, like when you see an animal that is a little bit ugly, but it's so ugly that it makes it cute. That's kind of Action Bronson shoe to me. It's like, yes, it all the colours shouldn't work, but there's so many weird colours on there that it kind of does work. It's probably a bad analogy saying about the ugly animal because all animals are beautiful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, some aren't maybe. I don't know. But, yeah. Naked mole rat. Not great. Maybe they're a little bit cute. But, anyways, uh, I'm a big fan of this. It's Action Bronson and a 990 V6. I love the look of the 990 V6. Beautiful looking silhouette. I, was say, I, was, I, was I love that silhouette. That. That's one that I, I feel like I need to see in hand. I'm hoping when I venture down to London, they might be sat in a store somewhere so we can have a proper look yeah. at them because they look, I can't decide if I like them or not yet, but I'm, I'm still, I do need to add a grey New Balance, like a proper OG grey New Balance yeah. to the collection at some point. I feel like I need that. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued to see that one. Okay. Um, next, Air Jordan 1 High 85 Panda. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think that's yeah. Um, Air Jordan One High across the Spider Verse. No, 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 no. Don't know what the fuck. What, don't know what fever dream is happening with that shoe. Nah, 
I want to know why it's getting a suction cup massage at the back of it. Yeah, it does. Like, it I really don't... looks like when people get that like cupping like thing, and you see like the red dots on the shoulders and shit like this. Yeah, see, that that cupping looks weird to me in the first place. Like it looks like it's caused you pain. I'm not sure why why you would get such a thing done, but there we are. Um, here's one for you. Next up, Adidas Samba times Jound. I haven't seen this, but I've already can see it in my head because of the conversation <laughs> that we've just had. What, right, and I'm what just do g- you think it's going to look like, genuinely? Right. Because there are images. I'm amazed this hasn't come up before. It's a white, it's a white samba. I want to say it's basically a normal samba, as in like white with black hits. It's going to have cream laces and maybe kind of across the eyelet and around the toe there's going to be like a kind of creamy suede on there. Okay, right. There's two colorways. Okay. The first is basically what you've described, but the opposite. So it's black with white. Uh, uh. Right. And then there's a second. What do you think the second colorway is? And it's not white. If you could pick one color, what color do you think a jound is It's not white. Well, I want to say, I want to say, fuck, there's a couple that I'm a little bit torn with. This is going to be embarrassing now if I don't get it right because you've made it so it's so obvious almost. I want to say brown. Yes. Yeah, oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a it's a nice brown suede. I mean, there you go. This is... that sounds quite nice. <laughs> it, it, they look nice. They do look very nice. But there we are. Um. All right. Next. Heineken SB Low 2.0. Need. Need them. Yeah, I am that... so excited for this. I, I, Perfect timing because at the minute, as we've documented on this podcast for the last couple of months, I am right back in with the SB Dunks. They have absolutely been killing it. The back end, there's a few early ones last year, 2022. I think 2022 was underrated for SB Dunks, but I feel like the end of 2022, there were some really strong SB Dunks and that is carrying on into 2023. There's a couple of pairs that, oh my God, look amazing. And yet the history behind the Heineken SB Dunk, like that is one of those ones that almost the equivalent of, like, you know, when you think of certain shoes that have stories and you think of like the Bacon Air Max 90, for example, right? Iconic colorway on an iconic shoe and the story behind it of like, uh, like Dave's quality me not really understand not like being given this collaboration not knowing what to do the shoe kind of like comes out of nowhere really really cool story the same with the Heineken Dunk the idea that they brought out this shoe it's not an official collaboration with Heineken but it was so close that Heineken basically said they couldn't produce it it gets pulled from shelves there's limited numbers all across the world yeah it's one of those things that like you're holding a piece of history and it just looks beautiful. It's a, it's a, gr- it's a grail level shoe. Yeah, like I want that any, shoe big uh, time. For, for anybody that knows anything about SB Dunks, like even remotely, you know that shoe, you know the level it is. It's a, it's like the bacon. I'm so even if you weren't around shoe. when the bacon released, you know what it is. You know the history, you know the importance. So fair enough. Yeah, um, I fully agree with that. And last but not least, AJKO Low Union. I was having a conversation with uh, uh, Kath about this. I'm so conflicted about this shoe, right? Because it's an, it's, a, it's an AJKO and there's just something about the KO material, that like kind of canvas material that I love. But it is yeah. basically a white canvas shoe with a grey swoosh. You can wear that <laughs> in the UK. 
you can wear that shoe one and a half days a year because even if you wear it, <laughs> even if you wear it in the summer, you're asking for grass stains. Do you know what I mean? It could be 30 yeah. degrees outside and unless you are going nowhere near grass and all you're doing is staying on concrete, you can't wear that shoe. And that, that's the problem with the KO is because of the material, the minute it gets any dirt on it, it's fucked. So I'm really, com- I'm really conflicted about it because I love the shoe. I want the shoe. But I know I'll never wear it because I'll be too scared. I know that's not one word. Yeah. So I will just say my one no, word to I... summarise is conflicted. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I can. I get that. That's um. Yeah. I, it's one of those in it where I saw it and I was like, I, I, I like it. Really nice shoe. But it is a white cam. It is a white canvas shoe with removable swoosh. I mean, I've owned white vans before. I know they ain't staying white for long. That's basically like it, isn't no. it? Like they're they're are going to be a very beat up shoe that being said i would really enjoy if they did a black ajko low because mm, yeah i feel like black vans old schools or just black vans in general are one of like the only shoes that get better the more you beat them and the more you wear them like white black and white vans out of the box look awful the minute you like kick yeah. them around in the dirt a little bit and get the laces a little bit mucky and things like this um, they look really, really good. So I feel like a, an OG, Jordan 1, KO, black, white, that would look really good. I'd happily buy that and I'd rock it every day. I wouldn't care what weather, I'd murder it. Yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree. But with that, that's the news. So I'll pass over to Matt for our second segment, Double Up, Double Down, where we look at the upcoming releases for the next week. We pick a double up, something we like, a double down, something we dislike, and a sleeper pick, something that we think is going to get a little bit lost amongst the hype. So Matt, I'll pass over to Matt for Double Up, Double Down. Thank you very much, Scotty boy. Uh, I've been stitched up this week because there are no shoes releasing. <laughs> uh, well, there are some shoes, but there's nothing that like even remotely stands out to me as that's quite nice. Uh, so my double up pick for the week, we normally start on a positive. I'm starting on a positive for you, Scott, because I've picked my double up based on a shoe that you like and I don't like. But it's kind of the best of a bad bunch. So we're going with it. Uh, The shoe that I'm picking is the Sean Weatherspoon times Adidas or Ketro. I think is that kind of sounds right how you pronounce it. Yeah, sounds right. right. Um, The shoe itself is releasing on the 19th of January uh, for a recommended retail price of £140. Um, If you look at the shoe itself, the Ketro is kind of like a old school looking techie runner which is probably why scott you like it at the minute because you're loving a little bit of kind of like a technical runner at the minute um yeah the shoe itself is kind of a predominantly pink upper with this kind of wide looking mesh that basically covers the whole of the shoe uh over that you have a variety of different uh panels and pieces of material including some black hits some cream hits white three stripes that kind of uh, go diagonally across the toe. You've also got what looks like a big W that kind of runs across the shoe uh, in a blue color. Uh, The midsole, 
You've got a sail midsole, a tealy blue bit on the heel that kind of almost reminds me of the teal hits on the Rain Cloud 2002R. Some pink stripes that kind of go into the midsole as well. Across the tongue, you've got more of this kind of pink color and again, more cream, cream laces. Um, so yeah, it's really kind of, you have to kind of see the shoe. I'm probably not describing it in the best possible way, um, but... I know that you're a big fan of this one, Scott. As I said, I'm not 100% sold on the Orchetro, but this particular colorway of this shoe, it has been confirmed by Mr. Sean Weatherspoon himself that this is going to be a confirmed exclusive. This shoe has seemed to get uh, kind of receive a lot of attention, even from people that haven't been a fan of Sean Weatherspoon's adidas collaborations in the past a lot of people are really liking the fact that this does kind of look a little bit tech runner 1906 r new balancey like it, it looks like something that fits right into the trend at the minute uh, and because of that like i said because of that people are kind of getting drawn to it uh, being that it's a confirmed exclusive i think that is going to be uh something that sells out quite quickly because again there's only one place to buy it so it's not like you can sit on a lot of shelves um but yeah I i'll let you chat a little bit about this one scott because you're the one that like that kind of you, you like this shoe i'm not a huge fan i'm not convinced by the shape of the shoe and the materials used on this particular model but you seem to really like it um the shape of the shoe is the one thing that kind of was throwing me a little bit when i first saw the 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 kind of the stock images so to speak because it looks quite low profile weirdly for a runner it looks quite long it, it's it, it doesn't i don't know it doesn't seemingly look quite right especially even on the images unconfirmed however i've the images that sean's been putting up of these on feet they look amazing they look so good and i just know that if i get a pair i'm just gonna wear them into the ground like it's such a i mean it's pink I love a bit of pink. It's corduroy. Give me all that corduroy. Um, not to mention, it's a runner. Fantastic. Comfort for days. I think the the unrefined kind of nature of it as well, like if you look at the the panelling, it kind of looks, it looks slightly like torn. It's yeah. a bit like the, as you said, like with the kind of the protection pack type stuff. Um, seems to be very in at the moment. I just think it's a good looking shoe. I think it's just a good colorway and I think it's a good looking shoe. And I think there's, there is a bit going on there, but they seem to have reined it back a little bit. I think with a lot of the other Sean Wotherspoon collabs so far, they've been a bit mad. If you think like, obviously the ZX 8,000 nuts, the, um, the adventure turf, um, or the super turf adventure, whatever they're calling it. Um, Again, they've the colorways like you've got the Hot Wheels one, bit mad. Like there's a lot going on on all these shoes, um, and this kind of feels like the it's there, but it's kind of been reined back and kind of been made. It feels like somebody somewhere has gone to short. Okay, good idea, but maybe the market might want some of this. Maybe if we do it like this, it might be a bit more. And you know what, as you said, there's been a lot of people that have been looking and talking about this shoe that I was not expecting. Because um, I think it's just, it's a good colorway. It's uh, it's a fashionable shoe. It is very fashionable. Well. Like, it's very fashionable at the minute. Le let's not kind of the superstar that we've done. Okay, fine. Good shoe. But 
it's always in because it's a superstar like there's always a market for it but it's not really the shoe of the time it's not really in the trend at the moment no if you think of the super turf adventure not really it's a model that they were looking to push clearly in their gr range um but this just feels like it fits for the moment it's a good colorway it fits the aesthetic that's kind of going on at the moment um i think it it just it does look good it does it looks really it does good. seem like the most i think thought... this is one that looks better on feet yeah. than on the shelves it seems like the most thought about collaboration yeah. from him because all the other ones superstar iconic silhouette yeah the white one people liked the black one people didn't zx it was only really released because of the fact that we had the a to zx series again zx 8000 iconic silhouette but didn't really get the mainstream appreciation uh, even like the EQT, again, it only really came about because the anniversary of the EQT. Some people liked it, some people didn't, and it kind of got forgotten about a little bit, right? Even like you said, the Adventure Turf or whatever it is, that was just still a trip. A lot of them have been triple collaborations. Like a lot of them, collaboration with Hot Wheels, a collaboration with Disney. Like you have to yeah. really be a fan of those extra things to like yeah. it. This does seem like the most thought about collaboration of his uh, again it fits in nicely with the fact that it's still using uh, recycled materials and it is working towards that uh, sustainability piece that sean loves like it's a very on trend with the runners at the minute it is a nice colorway but like i said there is something about the kind of wide mesh throughout the whole shoe i would have liked to have seen this shoe split up with maybe a little bit of like more solid pieces of corduroy or even maybe a little bit of like nylon on there or something like something Thing to kind of make it because it does just look like it is a whole mesh shoe with stitched on pieces of corduroy and stitch on pieces of canvas and that's the thing that's kind of yeah. throwing me off i think with this i have seen some grs in the orchestra that does they do look a little bit nicer for me but as i said i knew you mm. really really like this shoe and it is very on trend so therefore i thought i'd put it as the I double think... up this week and weirdly, I think, because there have been some images of another pair that he was wearing that was very much more of a Sean Wotherspoon kind of colourway with baby blues and yellows yeah. and very bright and vibrant, fine. But I think this is the better one. And like I say, I feel like it's more mass market. And I think this is the shoe that if... it This could be the one that kind of puts Sean Wotherspoon back in the minds of the the market again especially in terms of the sneakerhead world because i think it's going to be a big year for samba this year for the adidas samba he's got sambas coming they look out awful though. if, they if look they so bad the, but what i'm saying is what we've seen so far as samples and what he was wearing before was a sample i think if they can do something like this and they can kind of keep his theme and his creativity but kind of rein it in a bit and just kind of go, actually, this is what we commercially would be a bit better. It it could be good. And I think if they do if he's doing this shoe and then he's doing a samba, which the samba is the samba's back. Like there's no question about it. The samba's the samba will be back this year. I think that it could be it could be it could be a new lease of life for the Sean Wotherspoon brand in terms of a designer. I'm not saying it will be, but it has the potential if they can continue in this vein. If they go and release another ridiculous patchwork shoe that's fucking all over the place, colours mad, and it's very childish again, you're gonna. I mean, if we think of the uh, the samba that um, our good friend uh, Mr. Bad Bitch likes, 
which is fucking Jesus awful. Jesus Christ. Um, that, but if they do, you know, make a good vintage looking gazelle, clean, nice colorways, it could work. But this is the thing. Now, it's what we said last year. They have a moment. They have something that they can really use to launch forward. It's just whether they do or not. Their track record makes me think they're not. Well, <laughs> but yeah. they could. That being said, <laughs> we have basically our first double up pick. Uh, well, second double up pick, sorry, of the year uh, is an Adidas. So, hey, you never know. It might uh, continue for the remainder. Fingers crossed. Um, Fingers crossed. Well, our second double down for the year is a New Balance. And I can't remember the last time we put a New Balance <laughs> what, what, as happened? a double down. What's Honestly, what has happened? Um, I'm cheating a little bit here, Scott, because the New Balance in question is the New Balance Rainier. Is it Rainier or Rainier? I don't know. Uh, in the glazed ginger colorway. Um, the shoe that we're talking about releases on the 18th of January for a recommended retail price of £150. And if you're thinking, what on earth is the New Balance Rainier? It's the leather boot. So this is why I'm kind of cheating a little bit because it's not really a trainer. Um, this is something that we've seen over the last kind of couple of weeks, if not couple of months, because uh, ALD did a collaboration with New Balance on the Rainier. This is a GR model. And if you look at the shoe, uh, the upper of the shoe is a deep or kind of a darker brown leather with blue uh, kind of kind of canvasy esque uh, almost ripstop type material across the toe going up the tongue a little bit on the side of the shoe and it is uh, topped off with a black vibram uh, midsole and outsole I mean this just really isn't me this is one of the shoes that like the cool kind of ALD kids wear Scott like for me I don't understand this shoe I don't understand why New Balance are bringing it back and I don't understand why it really exists but as I said this is the type of shoe we say this all the time on this podcast this is the type of shoe I'm going to see someone wear in Soho and I'm going to think shit that looks really really good I could never make it look good and for that reason it's the double down but yeah I, I just don't really understand it um yeah um right so there, there's an official ald it's not even a, a collab on this shoe they've essentially made a new shoe apparently it looks very similar to this the rainier is i know it says you know it's been given a new lease of life thanks to teddy santis <sighs> I like the materials. I like the colorway. The shoe is not good. But it's the thing it's is, the shoe is... It's not... I. This is the type of shoe that isn't... I don't know why they're raffling it. I don't... It, this should be in a hiking shop. It, it, I don't see this having a place in sneaker shops. Um, but do you also think this I've is one of... Do, do you that, think this is one of those shoes, though, that, like... Looks like a hiking shoe, but because it's made in the way a sneaker's made, it's not really practical to be a hiking shoe. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this is one of those shoes that, like, you don't wear. But you, if you're an avid hiker, you don't buy this shoe. Think, oh, I'm going to climb up a mountain in it. You wear this shoe because it's a particular aesthetic that you want to pull off. Like, this is yeah. probably not a practical it, it, walking yeah. shoe. It, it's an odd one. It, it falls into this category of it's not a sneaker. But it's also not a shoe. Um, it's not built for sneaker purposes. It's not built for hiking purposes. It kind of falls in the middle somewhere. It's somebody that thinks looking like a hiker is fashionable, really, is what it is. Yeah, um, you're not wrong. I don't know who that 
who those people are. What I have got to say though is that leather looks fucking plush. <laughs> that looks in ultra premium leather. Well, like it's a shame it's on a shit oh, shoe. The, this, the, <laughs> this the thing. It, it's just it. The, the model is. Um, yeah, I it's it's just one of those it's just one of those shoes that falls into the category of I don't know what you are and I don't you know what you're here to achieve. Yeah. So yeah. what is what are your smart targets it. for the year, shoe? What are you trying yes. to get out of this situation? Yeah. What what do you want from the next five years? I don't think the shoe knows and I don't think New Balance just, knows either. Just anybody to buy it. Yeah, think, basically, to just to sell some goal, units. But... Yeah. Well, moving on to Something. the sleeper pick. Uh, the sleeper pick this week is the Nike Air Max ninety five in the Black Earth colorway, retailing on the twentieth of january for a recommended retail price of 170 pounds a little bit steep in it for an air max 95 but they have been creeping up uh this shoe is uh, a very nice looking um kind of shoe with lots of different greens lots of different materials and just looks very good quality um the shoe itself uh, basically going up the upper it goes from a lighter green kind of almost like an olivey green at the bottom of the shoe all the way up to a real deep dark green towards the tongue almost in certain lights looking black to a certain degree uh, if we look at the different materials across this shoe you've got a little bit of canvas on there you've got a little bit of suede you've got a little bit of leather you've got what also looks like um, kind of a, almost like a snakeskin-esque or alligatory kind of print on there as well uh, as well as that you have a black uh, midsole and outsole across the eyelets of the shoe it's this really nice kind of rich burgundy almost brown on the tongue you have uh, the air max logo with kind of the background being this again rich burgundy kind of brown um, and a combination of that kind of olive colorway as well the shoe itself looks very very clean scott it looks very very premium i really like the greens that have been used do I think it's going to sell out? No, there have been better Air Max 95s that have not sold out. In other words, the, the Anatomy of Air pack uh, have not been selling out on the sneakers app. Uh, so I don't think this one will either. But this is just a really nice premium looking Air Max 95. And yeah, for that reason, I thought I'd put it as a sleeper pick. It's a JD special, isn't it? I wouldn't go that far. It's... The materials are too nice for a JD special. Uh, right. The materials don't look bad. I feel I, I do feel like I've seen this shoe before, though. There's been a lot of colorways last year, year before, where they were kind of using these dark earthy colorways in some way, shape, or form. Um, I feel like with a ninety-five, when they put that little bit of thought into it, because there's a lot you can do with this shoe. I think once they put a little bit of thought and once they kind of do that little bit of extra, the ninety-five is it's special. It, it, and the, the, uh, you know there are some we were saying the anatomy of air pack that whole pack yeah the krugers it, it do, wasn't much it really wasn't much they didn't do much to that shoe really um but just that little bit of extra just really pushed it and made it something special i think when they do these colorways um i just find them very mediocre i just there's nothing that interests me about them um i think when they do a little bit of extra and it's even things like when they did the oh was it the earth day i can't remember where they had the almost they had the topographic map etched yeah into the suede just a nice little touch makes it 
just that there's just something about it. When they do something like this, I do feel like I've seen these somewhere before. When you sent them through, I did have to double check if they if this was actually a new release. Um, I think they've just used a different shade of green, pretty much. Probably. But it, it, it's not a bad it's not a bad shoe. Um, but it's just not enough to make me want to even remotely buy. Even if if I saw it in the sale, it'd have to be very cheap for, to get a thing. And I think. I think that's the thing with this year. I know we said it last year as well. And to be fair, I feel like I stuck for that. But for this year, you know, there's there's, there's got to be something to grab you to get you to part with your cash. People aren't going to be as frivolous when buying shoes. You do need that little bit. I, th- I feel like that they are the pairs that are going to, that will do better this year, whether it be GR or not. Just those pairs that have just done that little bit extra, just even if you've got a different box, they're the pairs that will do well this year yeah. because people are going to be looking for those extra bits if they're parting with £170. Nope, totally agree. Um, well, if there's any of the shoes that we've spoken about today that you would like to purchase and you think to yourself, I know what would go well with this purchase, some socks. Uh, well, then make sure you go over to Instagram and follow at tidy underscore tie-dye. Uh, Mike sells what we like to say a shitload of socks, whether that be block-coloured socks, tie-dye, um, bleached, a variety of on. different... I've got them on. Uh, you guys haven't witnessed it, but yeah. I've just witnessed Scott try and basically put his foot behind his ear <sighs> trying to show off his uh, socks on camera. Scott, no one's going to see this. You're just trying to... To prove how flexible you are which is weird but uh anyways if you want to buy some socks go over and talk to mike um scott do you have a steal of the week for us this week i do i do there's a lot of steals there's a lot of steel i mentioned some there are some shoes that should not be in sales but are in sales such as some very beautiful um, Air Jordan 2 lows, which I, I can't believe I'm saying. Um, but there, there's a pair that we, we've mentioned a couple of times now, um, and some of our guests have mentioned as well, actually. And this is a shoe that... Uh, it's just it's just a damn good-looking shoe. It's just a damn good-looking shoe. And I, I apologise, this is not a Saucony podcast, but it is a Saucony pair. Um, <laughs> and it is the Saucony Shadow 6000 Mock. And basically what they've done is taken a Shadow 6000, Google it, and turned the front of it into a moccasin shoe. If you don't know what a moccasin shoe is, think of a Clark Wallaby boot. Essentially, that's kind of bit at the front um, and they've attached it. There are three colorways. There is a very nice kind of like green tealy pair. There's a like light brown pair. And the pair that I am picking because I like pink is the pink pair um really nice the kind of the crepe um outsole um with kind of the hits on the the string laces and stuff again it it's just premium premium af um and yeah weirdly two things coming together that kind of shouldn't work when they did it on the zx which i definitely disagreed with I didn't like that shoe, but um, I think the colours on this really just add to it. Um, I, I'm 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 impressed. I think if we bump into a pair um, in Foot Patrol at some point, they might be worth investigating. Well, so yeah, I totally agree. The pink's really really nice. The suede looks really nice. Love the gum sole and like I said, the crepe out sole. Uh, I like the fact that there's kind of like not quite a brown, but almost like a slightly different coloured pink. 
uh, leather looking sock liner. The rope laces look really, really nice. Just a very, very clean shoe. And for 70 quid, absolute bargain. There are sizes currently on the Foot Patrol web, uh, website, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 and 12. So a really good size run for um, the kind of, uh, I suppose, men's sizing. I don't want to use that term men's sizing, but that's typically where they start, don't they? Kind of 7 plus. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Plus, you'll probably be able to get like with a student discount an extra 10% off or something like that. So really, we're talking less oh, yes. than 70 quid shipped, which is a really, really good deal on those. Um, Scott, in uh, true Doubled Up podcast fashion, we have a new game today. Uh, as Ooh. listeners, long-time listeners of the podcast know, I can't make my bloody mind up as to what game we're going to play every single week. But over the last couple of weeks, I have managed to think of a new one. And this new game that we are testing out this week, we are calling the Doubled Up Podcasts Triple Up. Okay, Scott, this is still a relatively new game for you. We have not played this on the podcast. We haven't even <laughs> tested it. So this could go horribly wrong. But I really like the idea of this game. So this could potentially be a regular segment moving forward. Um, to explain the rules of the game, with this game, the Doubled Up Podcast Triple Up, Scott, every single week, I'm going to present you with three different shoes. I'm then going to give you either a question, a game, or a challenge connected with those shoes all you have to do is basically try and win. Do we understand the rules of the game? Yeah, why not? Sure, it's very vague. It will make more sense when we actually play the game. So, Scott, the three shoes in this week's Triple Up are the Nike Air Max 1 Blueprint, the Travis Scott times Nike Air Max 1 Satin Gold, and the Nike Air Max 1 Wabi Sabi. The question that I'm giving you with these three shoes is from highest to lowest, rank these Air Max ones according to their last sold price on StockX in a UK nine. <laughs> um, right. Right. The blueprint. It, the America, yeah, it no, was the US not. exclusive blueprint yeah. that came out on Air Max Day. The Wabi Sabi was the Asia exclusive and then of course the Travis Scott Air Max yeah. One Saturn Gold. I was I was thinking of the um of the sketch pair. Ah. Um, now these are all twenty twenty two Air Maxes. The reason why I've picked these shoes is because of course the uh, anniversary in twenty twenty two. So these are all twenty twenty two Air Maxes. Cool. Um well interesting because the wabi sabi i'm pretty sure is a women's exclusive um which could mean that the value is higher depending on the size um travis satin golds i don't know what the re resells like on those um they were yeah that was interesting um hmm so from highest to lowest what are we going with See, the, the blueprint was, I remember looking when they all released, but bearing in mind the last time I looked at these probably was when they released, and the blueprint had a very surprisingly low resale. Hmm. 
It's harder than you're thinking. It's Scotty Boy. Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, what, what, what do we? What do you think? Initial gut feeling. What do you think is the lowest of the three? See, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. In my head. I want to say the Travs, but it still is a Travis. Um, I feel like the Wabi Sabi. There were some people calling that shoe of the year, but I didn't see many people with it. But that makes me think that potentially people have bought it. Um, people <laughs> haven't been able to buy it. <laughs> You're really struggling with this. <laughs> um, right. It, that's a yeah. yeah. Is this harder or right. is this harder or easier than higher or lower? Do you reckon? Because essentially, it's just a slightly different version of higher or lower. Is what I'm asking you to do. It's just I've given you three shoes instead of two. You finding that this is a yeah, little bit harder? Right. I'm going to put the Travs bottom. I think the Travs are bottom. Okay. Because I think they're the lowest. Because they they the others were regional exclusives, and that immediately kind of bumps up the price. I'm just thinking aloud now, but I mean to be fair, it's a podcast. It's probably yeah, better gonna, if, I do if you sat there aloud. in silence, this would be a really <laughs> shit segment. Um, <laughs> yeah, Trav's bottom. It's between that two, and it it's between the blueprint and the wabi sabi. Um, Oh, I don't like it. Um, I think I think I'm good. In my head, the Wabi Sabi's got to be the highest because it's women's exclusive and it's regional exclusive, which means the size is limited. It, it, people are got to be paying good money for it, which logically puts the blueprint in the middle. So I'm thinking, if we're going highest, Wabi Sabi. So Wabi Sabi, Blueprint, Travs. So Travs being the yep. lowest. So is that that your final answer? Yeah. Well, Scott, I would love to say that we started this segment with a win, but unfortunately, you have not won, good sir. Um, the correct oh. order, you are correct, highest pair was the nike air max one wabi sabi like you said it is a women's shoe right, okay. it is yeah. uh, an asia exclusive last sold price in a uk nine was 256 pounds so if you compare that to other big air maxes from last year it's quite high bearing in mind a lot of them you can kind of buy there or thereabouts retail right the middle yeah. pair is the Travis Scott Night Air Max 1 Saturn Gold. Uh, last sold £207, which, if you compare that to the brown pair, is like £160 cheaper. So the brown pair was clearly yeah, the wow. favourite compared to the gold. Even though at the time when they released, a lot of people said actually they preferred the gold. So or people what, did change their mind with that one. Yeah, it's very, very... And therefore, in last place, we have the Nike Air Max 1 Blueprint, which is my personal favourite from these three shoes, for £169 last sold. Wow, really? Yeah, so there's quite very a big difference between 
the the, the blueprint versus the others. But oh, that's, that's interesting. Maybe, I think. Well, I wonder what they are in my size. Because well, that blueprint pair beautiful. was really nice. That was look, my favourite of look, the the, yeah. the Air Max Day pairs. But um, see, I remember looking at the time and being like, "Oh, damn, that's um okay." So last sale in my size is 161. Yeah, see, there are thereabouts. The lowest ask is 257. Ah. Um, while recording this podcast, there's been another sale on the tens. Really? 228. It would have put them in the middle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh no! <laughs> Literally, right. When's the sale? Eight eight twenty three. Twenty minutes yeah, ago. Twenty minutes 20, ago. Twenty minutes ago. Look at, that. Look at that. I tell you what though, that's like still a really good price for them. They're, wow. They're so nice. They are very, very that's good an shoe. Air Max that there's a few Air Max that have done the same where I've looked at them and gone, they're really nice. The price is really low. I'll come back in a few months or like a year's then time it shoots and pick up. them up. And then it goes up tell and you it, what, do you like that? The heavies, that's happened. When I was organising this game, I was going to do the heavies, the blueprints, and something else. And I thought they'd be there or thereabouts the same price. I had a little look. UK9 on the heavies, last sold price is like 200 and something pounds. They were going for like... Two, three, five. Yeah, they were easily a retail shoe when they first came out. And again, I was having a look on eBay. Um, I was trying to have a little look at the far out pair the other day, actually, because we obviously, previous guest of the podcast, um, Harry, yeah. managed to get... Uh, a pair for dirt cheap so i've been looking every day to see if there's a cheap pair that i can find they've all been shooting up there's pairs on there like heavies for 300 pound on ebay far outs for 300 pounds it's all of a sudden those concept pairs it's coming to the sneaker of the year lists and all of a sudden people are uh really after concepts okay i'm gonna i'm gonna turn this around i'm gonna turn this around heavy far outs mellows oh i have to put oh shit Maybe we could do this every time. Maybe you could do three for me and I could do three for you. Um, anyways, right. So I'm going to be very, very surprised and say weirdly... We'll go, we'll go regular box. Regular, regular box, box for all of well. them, yeah? Um, mm-hmm. I weirdly think the mellows are going to be the highest, followed by the heavies, followed by the far outs. So, um, lowest, this is in US 10, so your size, um, the lowest is the Mellows. Oh, okay. I did originally One think... Seven, 172. Wow, that's still a little bit higher than I anticipated. Second, far out, 180. No. Last sold in your size, 180. And that means the heavy comes out on top at 235. It is the best of the pack. That's mad. It is the best of the pack, despite being the most readily available. Uh, that's mad. I mean, to me, the, the the mellow, obviously, yeah, it's between the mellow and the far. I, it's that camo. I don't get along with that. But that is, that's mad. Wow. That, that's not what I was expecting at all. That's that. Every day's a school I day. A them far out. Every day's a school day, Scotty Any... boy. Oh, I put it out there for the fried chicken last week, but if anybody's got a pair of the fucking far outs in the lab and that they don't want anymore, hit me up. 
I will snap that pair off you. I mean, come on, it's multicolored fucking paisley. Paisley Just... Prince wants what the Paisley Prince wants. Oh, yes, he does. Well, I tell you what, I quite liked that game. We're going to try that maybe for a few more weeks and see whether it sticks. But uh, also, for you listeners, uh, let us know what you thought about this game. Were you sat there scratching your head exactly the same as Scott trying to stall to try and think about what was the right order? Uh, Let us know, did you get it right? Did you get it wrong? Yeah, just generally what your thoughts are. But with that in mind, I'm going to close the episode out, Scott, and say thank you for listening to the Doubled Up podcast. Remember, if you like this episode, leave us a five-star rating and review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Make sure you follow at Doubled Up Podcast on Instagram and use hashtag Doubled Up Pod to be featured on the Instagram page. You can find me, Matt, at Matt underscore Sibley underscore on Instagram. Scott, tell the listeners where they can find you. You can find me at Speak to you next time, guys. Goodbye. Out of energy.